0: Welcome to Let's Talk Seniors, thanks to Anglican Care.
1: In today's episode, Michelle and I talk about how the quality of your hearing can be affected by age, yet many seniors put off having their hearing checked. Joining us today is our special guest, Cathy Bull, a clinician who works with Audica. Cathy has worked as an audiologist since the early 1990s and has worked in a variety of areas of audiology, including paediatric audiology and cochlear implant. Working for Audica for the past 20 years, Kathy assesses the hearing needs of adult clients and provides rehabilitation as appropriate, most significantly fitting hearing aids.
0: Welcome and thanks for joining us today, Kathy. Thank you for
2: having me. <laughs> oh, it's our
0: pleasure. Um, hearing loss is more common than people might think. Can you tell us what happens to our hearing as we age?
2: I mean I guess it's just general wear and tear. So as you get older like the cochlear little hair cells in the cochlea they deteriorate right. and obviously impacts um, such as um noise loud noise um, mm. big going big to too many rock concerts Kathy. Correct.
1: Mm. talking
2: to the younger viewers and with their headphones up really loud. That's yes. obviously a big factor but it is just a general process of aging. Sure. Hmm along with
1: all the other fun things we yeah.
2: go through, Kathy. For example, arthritis, <laughs> which is what's going on with my knee.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kathy, is it difficult to detect hearing loss in ourselves? Is it more often than not family or friends who notice first?
2: It's probably more often family and friends notice. Yeah, that would make sense, I guess. Yeah, you know, they'll notice that you're having to ask for repeats. And some people... Don't realise or, or don't realise how annoying it is, or they don't know that their television's up loud because for them, it's, it's, not, fine, loud, yes, it? it's not loud. Yes, that's right. It's, it's yeah, fine. so it tends to be people that live on their own that tend to postpone you know, getting a hearing test the longest because they don't have that sort of nagging factor. I was about
1: to say they haven't got a nagging spouse. (laughs)
2: No. But I mean, other people can be aware. I guess if you have a sudden hearing loss, Mm. that's more like where people would be instantly aware of something's happened to my hearing. Yes. And that's something that we medically investigate and things like that. Yeah.
1: It's a bit different when it's gradual, isn't it? Yeah
0: what are some of those subtle signs that we may notice which indicate that our, we're losing some of our hearing?
2: So well one of the main things is I guess people are mumbling all the time, people don't, young people don't speak clearly these days, that sort of thing you know And I say to people look sometimes it can be your hearing making you think that. Some people don't talk clearly but sometimes it can indicate that you've got a bit of a hearing problem and the same thing if you're noticing oh, the volumes going up um, on the television and the radio. If you're not Hearing things clearly, like if you hear things and you're like, you mishear it, you might mishear certain numbers and things. Again, that might be an example of there might be a bit of a hearing loss there.
0: And what about background noise? Because, Cathy, I don't know about you or Kylie, mm. but if there's something, um, if someone's talking to me and the television's on or there's some music, I sometimes feel like I can't decipher yeah. every word they say.
2: Yeah, so hearing in background noise is a different sort of category so it can be impacted by hearing loss but you can certainly have people come in saying I can't hear in background noise and you test their hearing and it's perfectly normal okay and that's more like a processing thing so again as you get older not that <laughs> we're oh. saying you're getting
1: older <laughs> Michelle
2: <the> <laughs> <laughs> you tend to lose that ability to block out what you don't want to hear mm. and focus really? in on what you do so that's more like what we call like an auditory processing Problem. So even young children can have it, yeah. but it's definitely something that as you get older, you notice it. So it's like even like, I mean, I notice like the television's going, my husband's talking to me like, I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. So, yeah. So you can certainly have that sort of problem, but peripherally your hearing's normal. Okay. <laughs> Tell
0: your friends about Let's Talk Seniors by Anglican Care. They want to be hip too.
1: So, Kathy, is it important to get treatment early and what treatments are available?
2: Well, obviously, if it's a medical problem, like I said, if there's been a sudden hearing loss, if you've got vertigo, if um, you've got infections, that sort of thing, that obviously needs to be looked Mm. at. Because
1: your hearing can affect your balance, is that right? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, okay. And you can
2: get, I mean, there are things like you can get tumours on nerves and things Mm. like that. So obviously there's stuff that Mm. actually needs to medically be looked at and that's important. Well, actually, we learnt
1: today, uh, we did a podcast with the CEO of Dementia Australia and she said hearing
0: loss Can Can be a symptom of dementia. uh, Yes, which we hadn't heard before.
2: Well, it's... (laughs) It is, like, related to dementia. So it's one of the biggest risk factors. Mm. I didn't want to bring it up because it scares some people. Yeah. But well, it doesn't mean if you've got hearing loss that no, you're going the, no, to get dementia. No, agree.
1: We don't want to alarm no. anyone. But and it it's, was just interesting that yeah. we hadn't heard of that no. before. Yeah,
2: And it's not – they're still researching it and they don't mm. believe it's causal. Also, like I said, they don't believe that it's if you've got a hearing loss, you're definitely going to get dementia. Yes, It's just no. one of those things that in people with dementia it is – quite often a hearing loss is present Mm. and they're still trying to work out what the mechanisms are there yeah interesting but what a lot of the research shows is your brain function so if you're listening you obviously use your brain Mm. to listen not just your ears and if you've got a hearing loss and you really have to concentrate to listen Mm -hmm. you're using more brain function to do that Mm. and there's less then available for other things Right. So, definitely, the research now is indicating if you've got a mild hearing loss, hearing aids can help reduce that fatigue and that there's a big advantage to that. Even though not maybe not necessarily hearing-wise, it's more like your brain function and Mm. the fact that you're not tired. Yeah, you're not fatiguing your brain, and and that listening's a lot easier. Yeah, that's one of the most important reasons. The other, depending on the degree of your hearing loss, the other. Big thing is socialization. Obviously, if you're struggling to listen, you become more socially isolated. It mm. becomes harder for you. That increases your stress levels, and it also can frustrate your relationships. You know, people start to get frustrated. Say, "I have mm. to repeat myself all the time." That sort of thing. So, it can have quite a big impact just on your daily life. Yeah,
1: I think it's like losing any of your senses. It's, it's very impactful on your quality but of guess, life. because
2: you can't see it, no, people aren't as I guess sympathetic as they might be. Yes. If you're blind or Yes. Yes. Like
1: We've that. talked about some of those invisible yeah. sort of ailments mm-hmm. you don't get as much sympathy for
0: no, sometimes. Yeah. I don't know if sympathy is the of right word. either. Yeah. From family, other okay. family members. Yes. Yeah. And Cathy, speaking of treatments, have hearing aids come a long way over the years? Uh, they
2: certainly have, certainly when I started. Um, I used to use trim pots, little screwdrivers to adjust the hearing aids yeah. and things whereas now obviously they're all computerized and things so, so and they're a lot
1: smaller too would that be correct they're a lot, yeah they're a lot yep.
2: smaller they're all pretty much small now mm. um, except for the bigger hearing losses but the most advantage is in the technology because the processing's a lot quicker they can do a lot more to try and cut out the background noise and they're a lot clearer and there's a lot of smarter things where they can talk to each other and all that sort of thing. So wow. it's, they, they actually sound, compared to when I first started, when you listen to a hearing aid, it sounds good. Mm. Like, yeah. It doesn't sound like the very good ones. They, they don't sound artificial. Yeah. And so the technology is very good now.
0: What portion of, the, of your patients that you see who have hearing loss are getting um, hearing aids? Is it a big portion? Hmm.
2: I guess it is because... They wouldn't come in yeah. unless they're they're experiencing some sort of problems mm-hmm. hearing. So I guess we're it's not like we're like big screeners of people. So a lot of people that come in are already coming in saying, I'm having problems hearing. Sure. Mm -hmm. So most of the people I would see would have some form of hearing loss, especially Mm -hmm. if they're over 60. They've got some form of hearing loss. It might not necessarily be that they need hearing aids or anything yet, or it might not be that they might not be ready. They might say, okay, I've got a hearing loss, but I'm managing. I'm not ready yet. But, yeah, a lot of them would have a hearing loss, yeah, that come in and see us at the clinic.
0: Do you get young people to come in as well? Um, By young
2: people. Under 60s. (laughs) <laughs> Just to define that and put a number on it, Kathy. Okay, so we certainly don't see children like under the age of twenty-six. Mm. They go to Hearing Australia, um, but we would see a, a significant number of people in their thirties and forties and fifties. It's not extremely uncommon to have younger people, but I guess they feel the um, you know they feel like it's an old person's thing. Yeah, yes. so they're less likely to come in and having hearing tests, even if they're having symptoms. Uh, I wouldn't say that, but it's more like wearing a hearing aids has a bit more of a stigma mm, yeah, so course. they're a bit more reluctant to sort of go down that track and generally only do so if it's like, well, I've got to be absolutely like, oh, yeah, necessary,
1: 100. but I kind of equate it to you know, I can't see without my glasses.
2: Yeah, is it most similar? of them you can't you can't see. Most people would, yeah. you wouldn't be aware that they had hearing aids. Often.
0: Yes, yeah, oh, that's amazing because yeah. back in the day when I was, mm, school,
1: they, they were good, massive. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah, yeah, really noticeable. Hmm. Yeah, which I guess is led to part of the stigma. Would that be fair to say, Kathy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, and I think more with young with younger people, like under sixty. Even but I have people come in who are seventy-five and say, "Oh no, I'm too young."
1: Yeah, well, the seventy-five is still very young these days. Yeah. It's all relative, Kathy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep. You've spent a lifetime creating a home. It's where you belong. As you age, Anglican Care's home life can help you remain happy and independent in your very own home. Find out how at anglicancare.com.au. And Kathy, what are your top five tips for holding conversations with someone who is struggling with their hearing?
2: Okay, so the most important thing is you face them. Becoming a bit of an issue these days with masks and things like coming of in. Of yes. um, But face-to-face communication is the most important thing because you can lip read what you haven't quite heard and also it means that you're facing people so you've got the best, you know, mm-hmm. body language visual and... cues and things like that, you're getting the maximum. The, uh, the other thing is not to shout, like, because... <laughs> it must be so tempting. I know, and because what happens when you shout is you can distort your, your speech, especially if they're wearing hearing aids. Because some people, even when they're wearing hearing aids, can't understand clearly. And that's more like what the brain's doing to make the words clear. Mm -hmm. So in that sort of case, they're wearing their hearing aids, so everything's loud enough, but it's not clear. And it doesn't help if you talk louder because it just distorts and then they'll say, stop shouting at me. Mm. But definitely lip reading, rephrasing things, like think of another word, especially because they might have problems with high pitches. So if you can think of another word that means the same thing, it might help them pick it up clearer.
1: Mm. I was just making a face because of my high-pitched voice.
2: <laughs> they will definitely struggle with your voice. <laughs>
0: yeah, I thought they probably would. <laughs> Turn it down a couple of notches, yeah. Kylie.
1: <laughs> so finally, Kathy, when should a senior have their hearing checked? Is it at a certain age or when they notice a change in their hearing? And where should they go to to get checked?
2: They should go to a... Hearing care professional.
1: Such as Audica? (laughs) Such as Audica. Yes.
2: But there are different companies around but we certainly recommend you see an audiologist or um, an audiometrist. Generally we we would say in our company we say test your ears at 60 years even if you don't think you've got a problem. Makes sense and it's a
1: catchy phrase. Yes. Winner. (laughs) Come in and get it
2: checked because your hearing does gradually deteriorate you might not be aware and it's just like checking your eyesight and everything like that, just keeping on top of it. And obviously then it's anyone younger than that if, you, if you're if you noticing any of the symptoms that we've said you should mm. have a hearing test. And certainly at Audica, we've even got a screener now, like a computer, so you don't even need to make an appointment really. You can just come in and sit at the computer and do a quick mm. screen test yes. and that'll rule out like, if you've got normal hearing basically, and then really? you know you're fine and you can just mm. go. So, you don't, doesn't cost yes. you anything. You can just come in and get it checked. And then, if they pick up something, that's when we'll say, Oh, look, you might need to come in and have a like full hearing test.
1: Yes, actually, uh, you just reminded me when I last got my eyes test, they did a hearing test. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. which I hadn't had done before. And it was just,
2: you know, yes, so an it can be really quick. It can be really quick. And yeah. at least, you know, they're more, yeah, my hearing Yeah, but you're in fine. the ballpark. Yes, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then, generally, probably every couple of years, just get it checked. Mm.
0: Share Anglican Cares Let's Talk Seniors on your Facebook page. Your friends will dig us. And so seniors out there listening who want some more information, they could go to your website, Cathy? Yes, they could. And that's audica.com.au? Yes,
2: yes. Great. They've got lots of interactive things on there. Oh,
1: okay, so you can do your own little tests at home you potentially, Cathy? You can't,
2: but you can. They do have access to a clinician. Mm-hmm. So if you go onto the site and you want to talk to a clinician, like they... They can put you in contact with a clinician if you're concerned and things like that. Yep. But there's just different things that tell you about the signs of hearing loss and things and where you can go and yep. where our clinics are.
0: Great. Well, that That's was all fantastic. helpful information. Completely. Um, Kathy, we have a little um, lucky dip for all of our guests that come. <laughs> okay. Uh, here we go. Oh. You want to open that up and tell us what you get today? Okay.
2: It's, it's a, it's a paper. big
0: <laughs> present, Kathy.
2: <Cassie. laughs> gone all out with the wrapping paper. <laughs> yeah. We're being sustainable
1: at Anglican Care at the moment.
2: Oh, oh. oh okay.
1: I know this one.
2: Oh, tea.
1: Yes, yeah, herbal tea.
2: Lovely. Mm. I am a tea drinker, and a glass infuser bottle. I assume you put the tea, the tea in. in. Oh, wait. yes. Put the tea in here. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. I'm madly into these at the moment, Cathy. It's called oh, okay. Clean Tea. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's an Australian-owned company. Oh.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah. Do you, do you drink it?
1: Yes.
0: Is it for hot tea as well, Kylie?
1: I haven't got the infuser bottle, but I presume so. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. think it could have iced or hot in it. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll have to follow up with you, Cathy, and yeah. see how you go with it. You will. <laughs>
0: hey, that was so
1: insightful. Thank you yes, so much again. Okay. Thanks, Cathy. Thanks for having me. We look forward to chatting to Gina Ryan in our next fun podcast, Gyms Build More Than Gigantic Muscle Men. (laughs) How to find one right for you. (laughs) Uh, I can't wait for that.
0: Do you have any topics you want Kylie and Michelle to discuss? Get in touch by emailing letstalkseniors at anglicancare.com.au.